and welcome. You're listening to Help with Ashley Yagi, where I share shortcuts to success for optimal mental health, meaningful relationships, and living the life God is calling you to. Because don't we all need just a little help now and then? I know I sure do. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, my friends. I am continuing on with my topic this month of receiving happiness unto yourself. So I'm going to start with some questions. I want you to think about these. What if nothing has gone wrong? What if everyone was just doing the best they could with what they had? What if we were just to let it go? I remember once I had the calling of Relief Society instructor at church and the lesson was on forgiveness. And this was back with the teachings of living prophets manuals. I found this great object lesson for holding on to hurts. I had a huge, blown up, untied balloon in my hand. You know what would happen if I lost my hold on that untied balloon, right? (laughs) I was trying to teach and do everything without losing hold of that balloon, which was distracting for me and for the class. I was hindered in my ability to do many things, but holding on to that balloon seemed so important. (laughs) Do you see where I'm going with this? Holding on to our hurts, condemning ourselves or others, is like doing everything while holding on to that balloon. If I were to forget about it and let it go for even a minute, it would lose some of its air. We think if we're not constantly holding on to every bit of our hurt or resentment, we'll forget or think the actions were okay, or we'll get hurt again, or maybe something bad will happen. The truth is, holding on to all the hurt and resentment is what is hurting us. I'm going to say it again. Holding on to the hurt and resentment is what is hurting us. Have you heard the Buddhist saying, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die? Josephine Ferrero, a licensed clinical social worker, poses these questions that we can ask ourselves. And as I read these questions, I want you to think about both anger or resentment you may be holding on to towards others, as well as anger or resentment you may be holding on to towards yourself. She asks, quote, What purpose does it serve to hold on to this anger or resentment? How is holding on to this anger or resentment affecting you on an emotional, physical, and spiritual level? How is holding on to this anger or resentment affecting the important relationships in your life? Are you less available to others because of the anger or resentment that you're holding on to? How is holding on to anger or resentment affecting your outlook on life and your future? How is holding on to anger or resentment keeping you from being more present in your life? How else is holding on to anger or resentment keeping you stuck? End quote. In the powerful discourse by Elder Boucher entitled Unleashing the Dormant Spirit, he makes a startling declaration about forgiveness. He said, quote, In my humble understanding, it can be said that there are only two elements that separate us from the Holy Spirit. First, our lack of desire to repent, and second, our lack of desire to forgive, end quote. I like how he emphasizes desire. Sometimes we have the desire to forgive, and that's the first step. So both not repenting and not forgiving are halting the power of the atonement of Jesus Christ, either for ourselves or for someone else. We, in a way, are saying we don't want the atonement, or we don't accept its power on behalf of ourselves or someone else. Not forgiving definitely halts the fruits of the Spirit as described in Galatians 5, verses 22 through 23. Quote, Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. 
These are the fruits of the Spirit. It lists love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. It robs us of feeling Christ-like love. It halts true joy, and it definitely destroys our peace. I'm reminded of the saying by Alexander Pope that to err is human, to forgive divine. I know it's not easy to forgive. As you try to forgive, you can keep in mind these points by Miss Ferrero. Quote, Forgiveness doesn't mean that you're saying whatever happened was all right. It means that you've made a decision to let go of the hurt and anger you feel when you're ready to do so. It also means you're ready to move on, whether you decide to keep this person in your life or not. When you forgive someone, it doesn't mean that you necessarily forget what happened, especially if whatever caused you to feel hurt or angry is part of an ongoing pattern with this person. It also doesn't mean that you remain in an unhealthy relationship, but remembering and keeping yourself out of harm's way doesn't mean you have to hold on to the negative emotions, end quote. So there's a difference between holding on to those negative emotions and making it seem like it was all right that it happened, right? So we need to put up and hold to boundaries to be safe and forgiving. Sometimes we need to remove unhealthy people from our lives, but we don't have to hold on to the negative feelings that repeatedly pull us down, weigh us down, and block us from feeling the spirit. The atonement can heal our hearts and can help us to forgive. Most often in my work with clients, it is ourselves that we are needing to forgive. Don't discount the story of the woman caught in the very act of adultery who was brought before Jesus in the New Testament. He asked her, where are those thine accusers? And doth no man condemn thee? And she replied, no man, Lord. We have all made mistakes and done things we'd change if we could. The key is the only way to change it is to accept the atonement of Jesus Christ into our lives and allow for healing and change going forward. Christ says to her, then go and sin no more. He is in essence saying, this is settled. Go forward with a fresh start. We can't continue to condemn ourselves or we are not following his directive to go and sin no more. We are not trusting in that power of the atonement. Go forward unhindered and make every day going forward a better day. Our past affects us, but it doesn't have to direct us or define us. So my summary in 60 seconds or less is this. There is great freedom in forgiveness. It frees us to start fresh. It frees us to feel the spirit. It allows joy and peace to be restored to us. It does not excuse past behavior or say what happened was all right. It does not mean staying in a position to continue to be harmed. It does not equate to forgetting. What if what happened was just a thing of the past? What if we gave it permission to stay in the past? What if we allow ourselves and others to move on? What if we believed we were doing the best we could at the time? What if we all allow the atonement to heal our hearts and help us to forgive? Not forgiving halts our progress and keeps us from freely feeling the spirit. We must, above all, forgive ourselves. We need to let go. We can through Christ. It starts with that desire. If you need extra help in this process, reach out to those who are qualified to help. Sweep things out of the shadows and let the sunlight in. This is my hope and prayer for you in your journey today and always. And I share my testimony of the power of the atonement to heal our hearts and to allow us that extra help we need to forgive. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 
Thanks for listening. I hope you're finding value in this content. If you are, you can leave a five-star review in iTunes, which would help a lot with others being able to find this podcast as well. Thanks for listening. The content shared is for educational and informational purposes only. It should not be used for diagnosing or treating a mental health problem.